0: Here we go. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Uh, And it says, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Somebody say, "Will Will be. You will be saved. It's a sure thing. Number 10 says, For with the heart one believes and is justified. And with the mouth one confesses and is saved for the scripture says everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame i get excited about this stuff for there is no distinction between the jew or the greek for the same lord is lord of all bestowing his riches on all who call upon him for everyone everybody shout everyone Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. There's that reiteration, that assurance that we have in calling on Jesus's name in the context of salvation. The Bible says, verse 14, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? everybody say preaching. preaching and how are they to preach unless they are sent as it is written how beautiful are the feet the feet of those who preach the good news but they have not all obeyed the gospel for isaiah says lord who has believed what he has heard from us so faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of christ amen why don't you look at your neighbor on your way to your seat tell him get out get out get out get out no just just stay 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 not 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 literally right now not right now Uh, so listen i want to start this series and i just want to encourage you around this you know i'm i'm really excited i actually started um about a year ago Just over a year ago now, I started a uh, Beijing comedy page by the name of Gabry Comedy, right? And um, I don't know how many of you have seen it. Uh, Shameless plug, at Gabry Comedy on Instagram. But basically, it's with the whole goal of memorializing the things that my grandmother taught me, uh, who's no longer with me. But not only that, the things that my mom, the culture, Beijing culture, stuff that I value, which is actually uh, Caribbean culture in general. So many people identify with it. And I'm excited, man, because this past week, the man that made it over 10,000 followers, fam, on Instagram. It's at 10.2 now, actually. And I'm grateful you don't even understand, fam. Like, I just told my wife like a while back, I was like, babe, I wonder if people would think I'm crazy if I just like do a video or two. And this was a year ago and I had no clue what was getting ready to happen. I even went and did some stand up not not too long ago. They brought me out to New York and it's just the beginning, fam. Like, and I'm excited about this journey because, you know, as an artist, as someone who um, creates and who tries to put stuff out there as a musician, I've always been desirous of, You know creating art and i've always loved creating art whatever form of expression this may be right um and as i'm thinking about as i'm thinking about this you know my wife she is just i she she is like the the definition of day one fam like she's a day oneer to the max like i can see myself fighting battles with people who were trying to stop me and all sorts of stuff and i i have vivid um pictures of her sitting behind me on the desk just mad dogging those people like just like I dare you I dare you to touch him you know and it's just incredible because she's always been there and she's always believed in me even when uh you know I just had no clue what I was doing and you know a woman loves you if she's looking and she's like mm-hmm, that's not gonna work but I'm still gonna come anyway hmm, yep that's gonna fail but here's the debit card you know and she's always just been extremely supportive and so you know a while back I I, I wrote a book um, I wrote a book a while back and 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 did a couple records, a couple gospel CDs. I wrote a book, I you know, did some CDs, all this sort of stuff. This is not any sort of a self-promotion thing. I'm sharing it for a reason. The thing is that, you know, they were great, great experiences. And I had so much fun capturing this art and these, these things that were passions of mine being able to uh, you know uh, to bring in some of the greatest musicians of our time to be able to contribute to this record spending all sorts of money on this stuff you know and um, she forgave me now praise the lord so we're all good but the thing is that i was so focused on getting to the place watch this where my art was captured and where i could talk about who played on the records and I put no thought towards how I was gonna get this thing out. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so there are a lot of, there may be about, I'd say, a hundred or less people that have a copy of the CDs that I cut and spent thousands and thousands of dollars on cutting, right? and they had the potential with all of the things that were on there and the hours and the sweat that was poured into it had the potential to be able to reach and galvanize people to around the worship of jesus and and all of this how incredible it would be but i put all my money into creating and into the artistic expression but i put nothing into distribution And so I thought to myself, I'm like, man, this thing, I wish it would go further. And my wife was like, babe, I was trying to tell you, your focus was all on capturing. It was not on getting it out. And man, I just want to help somebody today because there are some of you that are just excited. Oh, man, I, I, I man, came, I came for blood today because I want to see some stuff happen. There's some of us that you are just excited about how gifted you are. You're excited about how saved you are. Come on. We just got out of this gold digger series and I was you, challenging you around getting out of walking in the spirit of pride, which causes you to look down on people. And the Bible actually declares as it pertains to salvation. Look at this ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9 he says for by grace are you saved through faith come on i'm just building this thing not of works it is the gift of god lest any man should boast So God accomplished salvation in and of himself single-handedly and gave it to you as a gift because he knew that we would be narcissistic if we had to do something to get it. Come on, that we would gloat about it, that we would get to the place where we're just so happy that we're going to heaven because of what we did, how many hallelujahs we sung, how many people, old ladies we helped walk across the road. We, We would brag and guess what? The crazy thing is you got a lot of us jokers out here being proud about something that you didn't even buy for yourself and we walk around Sididia, and we walk around so happy about this salvation oh i'm going to heaven i'm going some glad morning when and we're just in this place where we just have this escapist mentality and we're sitting on this salvation when and we have put no thought towards the fact that god hasn't just called you and saved you to be saved praise the lord you're going to heaven but he saved you so that you can get out and go and impact somebody else what's the point of having something come on that you love and that's so great if you don't tell anybody about it yes. who's and i always ask this question i'll ask you again who's been saved since you got saved who have you invited to church since you've given your life to the lord have you gotten out or have you just kept it to yourself now you got this record that you can just bump in your ear oh man brent easton what a great lick he did on the drums there oh man floyd thomas how incredible was that you know that lick that he did on the organ whoa that was so dope and you just sitting there listening to yourself when god gave me that gift and that record to be able to bless nations but i didn't put any thought or investment into getting it out it was just a thing that i was it was vanity ultimately salvation without evangelism is vanity (laughs) oh i just felt that thing man all in my shana na because i want somebody y'all don't want to be real with me i feel like there's someone in here that's just so excited about salvation but you're not doing anything with it saturday morning i make pancakes i'm a one-trick pony and um for those who know my pancakes are the best if i love you i'll make pancakes for you In fact I made pancakes for all of y'all one Sunday so I was we were in the bed on Saturday morning we wake up late that's the day that we get to sleep in all the kids we got to wake up uh, you know and take them to school all this stuff and you know Claire came in the room and Claire was like she she just came in the bed she jumped in the bed she came and she just stood, uh, laid between because she likes to part between mom and I and she came and she's just like dad are you making pancakes and I'm like yes babe i'm making pancakes and she jumped up out the bed she ran out the door and she has to go immediately she runs to gabriel and noah gabe noah daddy's making pancakes come on somebody ah oh, my 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 she just couldn't hold it to herself she wanted them to know of that there was goodness that was coming and that they could partake in it too i don't know who's been sitting on the pancakes come on you know about the gospel you know about the goodness of god you know that God is a healer. You know that God is a way maker because he provided for you when you had absolutely nothing. I wonder if I have one or two witnesses in here that have experienced his goodness. And instead of running and telling about the pancakes, you're running gossiping about somebody. Who's going to be real with me on this morning? You're out here doing everything but what God has assigned for us to do. But if you believe in the goodness of the pancakes, if you believe in the goodness of the gospel, why are you not telling somebody? one more time say get out get out get out get out here 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 in the text here in the text i just love it i love preaching about the gospel because man i was i was crazy i was on my way to a devil's hell out there just wilding out not without a hope in the world playing in church too while doing it and you know for those of you who heard the testimony you know i'll share it and just me i was on the the bass guitar at the time just jamming and actually i had a fro at the time too thinking about it and I remember I'd just be there just scouting like looking who can I try and get with after service and that was just the whole idea I wasn't focused on Jesus I wasn't focused on no prayer it was just a completely different vibe and, and I was there can I just keep it real And I remember, man, just right there, the gospel I kept hearing, the pastor every week would just share and would talk about it. But how did I even get there? I got there because a guy by the name of Robert Hawkins invited me to the church he put an invitation out there and invited me and i'm sure he invited a kajillion people before that but he invited me to come to the church and i went to his church and started playing on the bass guitar and i had no clue that week by week i would be hearing about the gospel of jesus i'm getting ready to talk about it in a little bit more depth, and it was powerful to me because i was one probably out of the the hundreds of people he invited and I heard the gospel and one day the gospel clicked in my heart and I realized about how horrible I was and how much of a sinner I was and how much God loved me even in spite of this and this shifted and changed my life and my mind and right on my couch after hearing the pastor sharing these things week after week I came alive and God also called me to ministry to the fact that watch this now by God's grace literally hundreds of people around me the world if not thousands have made decisions for jesus not because i'm anything special but because the gospel is efficacious to the point where god can take someone who is far away from him transform their lives and use them to be able to bring the gospel to the world you have no clue who you're inviting to church come on you have no clue who's attached the souls that are attached to your ministry this is why you've got to get out and tell somebody so powerful powerful i want you to understand this i want you to understand this look at this look at the look at the the uh the 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 text and i understand some of you because of the demographic of our church some of you may have just made the decision for jesus and so i know you're like pastor i've been saved two days fam like i've just you know okay there's not i I haven't won anybody yet i'm still trying to just get myself just uh, just make sure i'm good right so i understand i get it some of you you just getting started but god can still even use you and there's some of you who have been calling yourself Christians and saying you're a part of this church for for oh I'm about to say for years like we've been around for more than two years, but well, for like a year and a half or something, and you haven't invited not one nan nobody. Well, so look at the text, Romans ten nine. I love it because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart. That God has raised him from the dead. You will be saved. So simple. Believing in Christ and this is, this is, this, there's, there is power in this regard as it pertains to uh, salvation it makes it clear that if we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth that jesus is lord that we will be saved verse 11 for the scripture says everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame and then the bible goes on and he says there's no distinction between jew or greek for the same lord is lord of all bestowing his riches on all who call on him him. for everyone one more time say everyone who calls on the name of the lord shall be saved i want you to understand this the first thing i'm going to share is that salvation is guaranteed to anyone who calls on the name of the lord everybody say anyone how powerful is this god so loved the world see some of us you need a gospel refresh he loved the world so much the world so much the world so much not just people that look like you not just people who love like you not just people who live on your block not just people who are in your tax bracket he loved the world so much that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life i love this because we have to remember this as we're going out and as we're ministering as we're ministering praise the lord and so i want you to real quickly turn with me to the book of joel the book of joel it's in the first half of the bible joel and we're going to joel joel chapter 2 this was something that was prophesied joel chapter 2 verse 28 i love it says and it shall come to pass afterwards that i will pour out my spirit on how much flesh all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy i'm going to come back to that in a moment your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions even on the male and female servants in those days i will pour out my spirit and i will show wonders uh, in the heavens and on the earth blood and fire and and uh, columns of smoke and the sun shall be turned into darkness the moon into blood before the great and awesome day of the lord comes. speaking of the return of christ and it shall come to pass here it is that everyone how many people everyone who calls on the name of the lord shall be saved here it is that paul in romans chapter 10 is speaking in harmony he's talking this is one of the things i love about the bible and why we can trust the bible is because of things like the unity of scripture everybody say the unity of scripture that although the bible was written over a 1600 year period of time by over 40 authors many physically never meeting but yet they wrote in harmony with one another and so we find here that paul in romans chapter 10 verse 9 i'm going to bring your attention back to joel in a, in a bit but he says that that uh, joel he's speaking in harmony as joel prophesied that the lord is going to pour his spirit out on all flesh and that everyone calls on the name of the lord will be saved are you with me yes. and not only this going back going back to this uh in romans chapter 10 just setting this thing up as he says everyone who calls on the name of the lord shall be saved now what he's speaking about in regards to this in this passage he is talking about the gospel everybody say the gospel And as i'm sharing with you many of you when you hear the word gospel you think of kirk franklin or you think about take those shackles off my feet so i can dance we often think about music some of us when we think of gospel but we don't think about what the actual gospel of jesus christ is and it's through the gospel it's through the gospel through this incredible this incredible thing called the gospel which means good news everybody say good news in fact it is it, the word gospel comes from the greek word euangelion everybody say euangelion euangelion it's a it's it means good news or that there is a reward for sharing good news and so so the, the, this good news it's as a result of sharing this it's as a result of this news that people that people come to a place where they are saved it's a belief in the gospel I love how Paul also renders. Keep your finger in Romans chapter 10. I want to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I love his rendering of the gospel because there's a there's a great outline of it post-resurrection. So after Christ rose from the dead, there is this there is this definition by the apostle Paul. And I think this is important because when I when I say this, this is important because there are many people who attach other things unto the gospel and call it good news and we're getting ready to get into another series i'm telling you from the from september 22nd you do not want to miss i can't wait to share but there are some people think that a day of worship is attached to the gospel there's some people that think that certain dietary restrictions are attached to the gospel and so it's you it's jesus plus not eating certain foods that is a part of the gospel it's jesus plus a certain day of worship that is the gospel it's jesus plus living spotless and being in a place where you make no errors or mistakes in your life that that is what equals the gospel but how many of you know that the gospel is about jesus plus nothing oh man 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 i wonder if there's anybody in here that knows that jesus alone is sufficient come on and what he did for you and i is more than enough to be able to conquer sin in the lives of those of us who are in the world today and look at what paul says i love it because he renders it post-resurrection which can be a model for us as it pertains to how it is that the gospel is declared so here it is first corinthians chapter 15 he says now i would remind you brothers of the gospel verse 15 chapter uh, chapter 15 verse 1 the gospel i preach to you he says which you receive in which you stand and by which you are being saved if you hold fast to the word i preach to you so this is the word you got to hold fast to by the grace of god unless you believed in vain because there are some people who are not holding fast to the gospel you're holding fast to something that is a false gospel and consequently you don't have an assurance your belief is in vain but if you believe in this gospel everybody say this gospel Look at what he says the gospel that he preached to them and watch now how he how he outlines it verse three for i delivered to you as of first importance what i also received that christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures that he was buried somebody ought to be excited about the gospel that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures and that he appeared to cephas then to the 12 then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time most of them are still alive through some have fallen asleep so when he declares this he's saying this gospel which he just talked about which is the sinless life the death the burial and the resurrection the miraculous resurrection of jesus christ that message is that which we are to be rooted in that right there it's that there and no more he says that is what it's all about and this is where he puts his confidence how powerful is this and so he also makes it clear that after he rose from the dead it was not just the disciples that saw him but he also appeared to over 500 people and at the time that this scripture was written though many of them were still alive at that time that's some powerful stuff So when this happened, Jesus wasn't just seen because some people are like, oh, he just showed up to his homeboys. Sure. He sure he showed up but no he didn't just show up to 12 people but he showed up and even some of them had issues and challenges trying to believe but there were 500 others over that saw jesus get up from the dead so this is the gospel this is the good news that we are sinners that are headed for a devil's hell because of the mistakes of our first parents adam and eve but the euangelion the good news is that we have a god that didn't leave us stranded i'm so glad like some of us would leave people stranded when they make mistakes but we have a god that walks in humility that sounds like an oxymoron god walking in humility god coming down to earth god putting on flesh that's what's so good about it some people are like man you serve a god that has on flip put on flesh i know isn't that insane but that's what makes it so amazing that instead of leaving us stranded or sending an angel or sending some sort of other figure, he came himself and put on flesh. And some of us have issues being down to earth. He came down to earth. God put on flesh, lived in our path perfectly, come on, and died for our sins and rose from the dead with all power in his hand. That is the best news that you could ever hear about. And it's that news that when we spread it and when we share it and when we lift it and live it it's that that causes people to experience life change somebody give jesus praise for the gospel Some of us we just want to be so deep and we want to know about all of the different translations and we want to understand that it's great to go deep and be like a berean in acts in acts chapter 17 and study and go deep in the word of god but many of us we're so heady and we have so much head knowledge but w- what we know is not on the substratum of the gospel if what you know is not founded on the gospel i guarantee if you don't start with the gospel you're gonna end up someplace crazy if you don't start i don't care how many how many scriptures you know i don't care how much theology you know i don't care if you can go back and teach the apostle paul about things that he don't matter none of that if you do not know the gospel the gospel is of first importance did not you see it in the text he said he said i taught this to you this thing is of first importance it's important for us to know the gospel and yes we go deeper but even as we're talking about it we are we are encouraged we have to understand that it is the that is this the euangelion the gospel the good news that that we are putting out there that is that is getting people to the place they're responding to this so as i move forward how does this happen so you're like how does this happen then you know how do people respond to the gospel look at the text as we go back to the book of romans back to romans chapter 10 i love how the apostle paul here how he lies it out and he and he, and he puts it out here he says in verse 14 he asked the question how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed and how are they to believe in him who they have of who they've never heard and then he says and how are they to hear without someone preaching and how are they to preach unless they are sent it is written how beautiful are the feet of those who preach good news. You want to know how people are transformed? You want to know how people are impacted by the gospel? They are impacted by the gospel through the preaching and declaration of the gospel. They are impacted by this good news by us going out and telling them about it, telling the people who are literally on the edge at the end of their road. There are people right now who there are on the in queue are are set up and are prepared to be able and are ready to receive the gospel and i'm here to tell you that you are sent and you are commissioned jesus says in matthew chapter 28 verse 19 and 20 he told his disciples before they let he says go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit teaching them to observe all things that i have commanded you you are sent come on somebody say i am sent you are commissioned. You are in a place. There are some of you, you think that because you're not a pure preacher, you're like, Pastor, I'm not called to be a pastor. You don't have to be called to be a pastor. Come on. You are, but yet and still, even if you are not a pastor, you are still called to be a preacher. Here, can I give you point number one? Yeah. Here it is point number one. Every believer will be up on the screens for you. Every believer is called to be a preacher. You don't need a title for that you don't need to go to seminary for that you don't need to spend extensive time looking at theology or understanding greek all you got to be armed with is your testimony about how it is that God transformed your life come on when you encountered him I wonder if it's somebody in here that has a testimony other than me that you were on your way to a devil's hell there was some crazy stuff happening in your life if there are anybody other than me that you know that it was about to be mics out lights out it was about to be curtains but you met Jesus and the transforming power of the Lord has encountered your life and you have never been the same is there a witness and you're like you know what I might not have it all together but i'm so glad that i am not where i used to be is there anybody that can catch a flashback of what it could have looked like come on but i'm so glad that i serve a life transforming god he is a miracle working god and that's what it that's what it takes for you to be able to go out and tell people when you're talking about the gospel tell them what jesus did for you you know you know the role of a pastor is not just to be a preacher so you're like i'm not you pastor andrew you don't need to be this you know what the role of a pastor is i don't have time to get into it look at but write it down ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 through 13 after it lists out these various uh, offices like the apostle and that of the prophet and the pastor teacher and the evangelist that he says that that god paul says he that god gave these gifts watch this so that for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry so what i'm doing here yes i am preaching but most importantly me yelling at you for 40 minutes is not just is not the culmination of my assignment the purpose of me being a pastor is to equip you Oh my God, to raise up a church that ends up pastoring the city, come on, to raise up a church that's so on mission that people getting saved in your jobs, come on, people getting saved in your homes, people getting saved on the bus. There is no reason why this church should be empty. We should be having 10 services in here because there are so many people who do not know about God and they are waiting to hear about what Jesus did for them through you every believer is a preacher come on somebody every believer some of y'all like oh well i grew up and you know women aren't supposed to you know preach and so you know i saw some places in scripture where it talking listen it don't matter about the gender remember i just told you in joel chapter 2 and i says god says that he will pour out his spirit on all flesh somebody say all flesh and he says your sons and your daughters shall prophesy come on you know what it means to prophesy it's not just talking about this time next year you're gonna get a new house or getting a new car no it prophesied also can mean the declaration of the word of god come on somebody and god prophesied through joel that there was coming a time when sons and daughters would go out and declare the word of god to this lost and dying world and that people's lives would be impacted and changed because of the declaration come on and so i don't know who you are you know even with women do you know that women were the first ones to carry the resurrection message to the, bo- to the to the to the disciples do you know that do you know that women and I, and I could preach a whole message on this but if you look at matthew 28 verse 1 through 10 the women were the ones the first ones to come and recognize that the tomb was empty and the women were the ones that were commissioned go and tell the man them that the tomb is empty come on and that jesus has risen just like he said and so women it don't matter about the gender men it don't matter about the god has called all of us and he's assigned all of us and you are empowered as your pastor i release you man i release you woman go out there and declare the word of the lord what about my temperament pastor i'm just you know i'm so just shy and blah blah you know that i'm an introvert i can yell at you from up here but it is very exhausting in my flesh for me to be in large crowds of people my wife is the completely opposite is the complete opposite i would rather be at home in the corner reading a book and watching tv or something that's just my natural temperament but there's just some i don't know what happened some, that's why i tell you this is supernatural fam this, this, this thing is supernatural that, that if God could use me, an introvert, come on, God can equip you. I remember there was this one guy named Quentin. Everybody say Quentin. Quentin. Never forget about Quentin. I remember at the church I planted in, and we pastored in the States that's there, uh, Pastor Trice, who you, who you met a, a, a little bit ago. And the church there, i never forget. Quentin came to the church. He was this kid, so quiet, sat in the corner, didn't say nothing, didn't have a driver's license, didn't have a job. He just, he was in a position where he was just complete. If you looked at him, you would never expect anything out of this guy. Quentin, sit in the corner, come every single week. Sit in the corner. Never forget, one day, I made the altar call. I made the altar call a number of times. But that day, Quentin decided to respond. So I saw Quentin's hand up. Quentin got saved. Right? Let me tell you this. Right after that, quiet little church mouse Quinton. As a result of that, 30 people got saved and joined our church because of quentin oh my god because quentin started living on mission and when you look at quentin you would never expect but quentin got saved he ended up becoming a minister in the church ended up being to a place where he was preaching and god used him to save a lot of his family and his friends and the just so don't tell me about no temperament stuff don't have to yell it you don't have to be as exuberant as I am, but you can, you can, yeah, God can use anyone and any temperament. I love it. It's kind of like a life hack when you just realize like you don't have to be like someone else or communicate it like someone else. God can use you. Yes. You right where you are, wherever you are in your context to be able to get out and tell somebody, somebody say, run, tell that run, tell it. So look, there it is. Number two, can I give you number two? I got two more and I'm out. Here it is. This and one more. The supernatural accomplishes, or accompanies rather, the gospel. The supernatural accompanies the gospel. I want you to understand this this is why paul was so adamant about the gospel about the death the burial the resurrection of jesus because god has literally attached the supernatural to that message in and of itself you mean like are you serious yes i'm so serious god has attached the supernatural to it this is why paul says watch this romans chapter 1 verse 16 for i am not ashamed of the gospel the evangelion, the gospel the good news about jesus for it is the power of god unto salvation it's the gospel that is god's power to save hallelujah it's the oh my it's the gospel that is god's power to save this is why paul was unashamed of it it is the gospel it is the hearing of the gospel some of you i believe are going to get saved today even in just hearing the gospel because the gospel the, the supernatural accompanies the preaching of the gospel how many of you know that faith in the gospel is a miracle this is why not everybody believes this is why some people look at you crazy because you're a christian they're like you really believe that you really believe that god came down to the earth and put on flesh can i just keep it real you really believe that he died that sounds ludicrous that sounds crazy that don't sound like it's real but there's something in you that you just can't shake you know it you you just have that blessed assurance i hear this blessed assurance jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory you are confident in the gospel and it's a miracle faith in the gospel is a miracle it's because the supernatural accompanies the gospel first corinthians chapter 12 verse 1 through 3 read it down first corinthians chapter 12 verse 1 through 3 lets us know that you can't even believe you can't even put faith in christ without the enablement of the holy spirit first corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 write that down too it lets us know that faith is a manifestation of the holy spirit so if you believe it's because the holy spirit has enabled you to do so the miraculous has happened in this regard how about john 6 44? no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws them how about matthew chapter 16 verse 16 through 18 when jesus tells the apostle peter when he says when jesus asks him who do you say who, people are saying this about me who do you say that i am and he says i believe you are the christ the son of the living god and jesus says flesh and blood have not revealed it unto you but the father who is in heaven it is a miracle oh my i want you to hear this the supernatural it comes it is it is it is it is is, it is demonstrated through the preaching of the gospel i love it i don't have write down ephesians two verse one through six i don't have time for it uh, but but you can go ahead and and look at it there so believing is is this is so incredible and i want to show you this look at the power of the gospel everybody say the power if acts chapter two i'm almost done but this is imperative for us to see people and the and peter and the disciples they got out They had a pentecost experience where the holy spirit poured on them they all were speaking in tongues and in other languages that they did not learn in acts chapter 2 and it was absolutely insane what it was that took place mind-blowing how god had transformed and used and poured out the spirit but they went out and peter took the opportunity to preach the gospel and after preaching the gospel look at what takes place in acts chapter 2 verse uh, verse 41 the bible says with and when with many other words he bore witness and continued to exhort them this is what Peter says saying save yourselves from this crooked generation so those who received the word were baptized and the bible says there were added to them that day about three thousand about three thousand souls but watch this in verse 37 now when they heard this they were cut to the heart everybody say cut to the heart oh man there were multitudes of people and three thousand people were cut to the heart everybody say cut to the heart in one declaration of the gospel three thousand people were cut to the heart meaning they were convicted and said what must i do to be saved three thousand people doesn't that sound like a miracle yeah. oh man i just believe it i believe that it's possible if we would be on mission if we would live as individuals that side as a first importance to be able to go out and to get out and to declare, declare the gospel that god would cause stuff like that in all does anybody believe it i mean i know some of you might be excited and just stoked about 10 people getting saved and i know we now have 170 something people who have made decisions for christ in our ministry in the two years that we have been around but i wonder if there's anyone knows that there is more come on if it it is a powerful thing when we preach the gospel people are cut to heart and here we find this is powerful. 3,000 people were cut to heart and heard this and they decided to be saved and they got baptized. How powerful is this? And then the last one, everybody say the last one. Here it is. Number three, we preach the gospel to everyone, knowing that some will respond. And now, this is the thing the, where you put the emphasis determines your perspective. <laughs> Everyone is not going to receive this. First of all, I want you to understand this because look, in Acts chapter 2, I just talked about it. 3,000 people got saved, but there were, the Bible says there were multitudes. So some might look at that passage and be like, oh man, only 3,000 people were saved. Instead of looking at it and saying, wow, 3,000 people were saved. How incredible is that? If there were if, if if somebody came into the parking lot right now and when you're walking out and there, there are over a hundred of us here, right? And you go outside now in the parking lot and someone walks up and says, I'm giving five of you a million dollars. Where would your focus be? Would you be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe only five people are you serious? What a waste, dude. You only gave five people a million dollars? Or would the focus be on the fact that wow, what a generous individual that they came and gave five people a million? And see, there are some of you, your perspective is wrong. Watch this. Your focus needs to be on the assurance of the fact that the gospel. Watch this. When it is declared, even though there are some people who will reject it, there are many who will say yes to the life-transforming power of God. You have this assurance that when you go out there, that people will receive this. Multitudes gathered, but three thousand were saved and some of you you get discouraged when people don't respond favorably you're like i'm done with this because i invited i pastor i invited 20 people to church and only one of them came or I've invited. you know that you know what that means it means you just need to invite more people come on because the fact of the matter is that not everyone is going to receive it but there are some who will receive it and come on I'm doing this thing for the one if one person decides today that they're gonna make a decision for Jesus I'm gonna invite if I got to invite a thousand for one person to change I'm gonna keep inviting them come on I wonder if there's anybody who will challenge your perspective does it matter how many you invite does it matter how many you talk to you can do so knowing that over the course of your life even if it's not happening as fast as you think it should if you keep being a preacher and declaring the good news that you angelion about jesus christ to the world you can know that people will respond to the gospel are you with me so you know i, I love it there's a woman and this woman we did a gas buy down event we brought the gas price down in the church that we were at and i'll never forget we bought it down from like 4.99 to 99 cents a gallon our church did this it was nuts crazy lineup people were so excited about it and this one woman i can't i just can't forget this in this moment i remember i was pumping this person's gas and the woman first of all she sat in the line and she came and she got out the car and she's like i don't want none of your nothing you know i don't want your gas i don't want nothing give me the thing i want to pump it myself and she was just so rude right and you know the, the, the scarborough just started to rise up just a little bit even though i was in even though i was in grand rapids in michigan This the scarborough just I was like yo fam like hold on a second you know it was it was coming it was coming but but then and in that moment i got i got a little tempted right to respond in a different way And it actually bugged me that she was so rude and she didn't realize that even though she didn't want it, she was still getting the discount. She was still benefiting from what happened, even though she was being rude but even though there was that one person i you know like i talked about the small foxes a long time ago it's so easy to let that one person ruin the whole perspective and some of you you're like man i talked to some people and they made fun of me i can't believe you're a christian oh you think you holier than that don't let people talk you down i'm here to tell you if you keep running for jesus if you keep declaring the gospel even though it may be some The Bible lets us know that not everybody's going to receive it. Paul says in 1 uh, 1 Corinthians 9.22 that he's all things to all people to save some god hasn't called you to look at your city and talk about how crazy it is and how much of a hood you live in and how nothing good is going to come out of there but god has called you to change your perspective to get out and live on mission i I think right now some of y'all you gotta already start thinking who am i getting ready to invite some of you you've been so focused on your own problems you've been focused on your own worries not realizing that as you go out and you live on mission for jesus that oftentimes jesus blesses your own socks off and causes your problems to become demolished as you're serving somebody else go ahead if this message bless you and give the lord praise on today